in a world where it's Father's Day, but other daddies, other people that are not daddies are being called daddy, this is the vent. I am the host, Jay Hunter Bills. We got Nerdsy here. Probably is vanilla with a lot of kids getting swallowed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that type of pod today, though. Am I lying? It's, you know, we're going to get a little raunchy. Okay, right. We're going to get there, I guess. That's what happens like, when I'm in the room with people. Yes, oh, girl. Gosh. Yes. All right. Should I just take it off? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hot. We got Nerdsy here. Hey. I'm not even going to look at it. We got, we got, we got, um, we we got Del Fesh here. Uh, what's going on, what's going on? And we have our special guest today, rapper, can I call you a sexpert, sexologist? Rapper, model, poet, raptress, uh, porn site owner, um, yeah. We got Alizé here. Jill of all trades. And we're gonna do a little, you know, a little Q and A. Why did my my bass kick in? Like, let me stop. We're doing a little. We're doing, like, ooh, we're, ooh, are you a little nervous? I think he's submissive. I think he wants me to dominate this interview. Mm. Oh, no. oh, no. I can do that <laughs> if you want. I really That's could. So, uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Listen, um, no, not good until you tried it. I keep telling you oh, these things. No. You know, we gotta keep an oh, open no. mind. Gotta oh, try no. things out first before we know we don't like them, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What are you What are you looking at me confused for? <laughs> you, the inventor of double time. Hold on, time out. No, no, hold on. Let's, let's just let's just let's come back. Let's come back. <laughs> we're gonna come full circle. We're, we're gonna, gonna get around. into this. We're gonna get into this. Yo, y- y'all were just ready for this, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. We you got, have to um, make you uncomfortable. Our our host. We're warming you up. Where's your Marina? I took off the shirt. Like, I don't know why the guys sh- are wearing like double t-shirts. Like, no, it's, I, 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 uh, hence the double pe- the double penetration. He wears double shirts too. Like, oh, wow, no. you're really yeah. wild. Like, yeah. <laughs> you really are. No, that's Jeez. one shirt, right? Uh, I tricked you. So. <laughs> 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 Yo, what's going on here? These two are recording, right? These two are good. We're I mean, good. I hopefully. He tricked us. Just like you trick them, you do it once. You do it before. Oh. Ah, I'm okay. not. What? <laughs> First question. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Alize. Yes. Um, when did you start rapping? Oh, a long time ago. Mm. Um, I could say as early as roughly like around twelve. Mm. I started with poetry, so they went hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. I love English. I love writing. I'm a writer first before anything. So, rap is mostly like a craft or a genre style of writing that I gravitate to. Just like um, poetry, um, so with rap, I feel so unfiltered. I feel very free. I mm. feel very inspired to just write as I think, mm. right? And I like to swear and say certain things as they just come out impulsively. Out. And rap allows me to do that. So I did start from very young, and yeah, I was very influenced by you know Little Kim. I was like her protege basically like i used mm. to just write some lyrics and i still have them i have a lot all my writings from when i was young like i have them there i have a rap book and i also have like papers and all of that yeah. were they all just as vulgar or was it just like it's kind of worse because like when you're a kid like kid and you're not really experienced with stuff and your mind is telling you that you can rap and say certain things and talk about stuff without actually experiencing it it's like you're almost setting the stage for the opportunities of what you could do mm-hmm. and what can manifest right so even though I was writing lyrics that were maybe hard or very explicit, it's like I still kind of lived up to it. Okay. So wow. I feel it was safe. 
Okay, okay. So be open-minded. So art imitates life, which imitates art, basically. Well, I think I like, I think therefore I am. So mm-hmm. for me to think that I could be ambitious and that I could write and rap and be who I wanted to be like, it's like I manifested that myself, so therefore I am the things I said that I could have been or wanted to be and am. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you started, was it one of those things that you were just, as you were writing your pen to pad, was it one of those things that you were like, I need to get a studio now, or was it like you're recording off something else? Like No, I, you know what? It was like, basically it was about seeing who was hot at the time of rap and then just mm-hmm. trying to write like them. So I know Eminem mm-hmm. had a song, and there's instrumentals I had from a long time ago that I never used to be able to use. Because okay. like my writing style developed as I started to get more creative in the rap sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When I first started listening to stuff, it was like, okay, if I really liked a beat, then I would try to, you know, write to it. And sometimes it's hard when you have the person's lyrics and stuff on it, so I could still be skilled to do that. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you might have an instrumental, and then you could just write, or then I can revisit later on in life, which I still have a lot of those CDs from when I was, you know, a teenager. Mm-hmm. So now that I could say, yo, I still have these instrumentals, and some of these instrumentals help build some of my songs that are very popular right now. Mm-hmm. So. so when you, like, I remember the first time I met you, it was... Uh, Couple months. Um, yeah, a couple months. Nerdsy had the, um, the makeup thing going on or mm-hmm. whatever, and then we talked. And I, I didn't know you rapped at the time, so. But he bought know, a CD. Yeah, I bought a CD. You had this CD called Bad Bitch Chronicles. Yeah, Volume One. Volume <laughs> we listened to it in the car we ride home. We listened to it in the car ride home. <laughs> and you know, it was funny because I I didn't know what was coming like when. Hold on, people are also like chiming in here. Somebody wanted to know the best way to masturbate. Um, watch my tutorials, right? <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> they ask these things. Yeah. Oh yeah, just off the. Off I'm an the advisor. Job. I'm also like you know. A sex expert. Yeah, okay. exactly. So. I see you. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Ask away. And then it went to um, when I was um, it was funny because when I when we were talking, I did I would have never known that like that I was go in? that you, yeah you went in like so when I seen the cover I was like oh. Okay, all right. Chronicles, and I was like, okay, all right. But this is my second mixtape. I had one before, which was a little bit more graphic. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh whoa. So when I say graphic, I heard the interest right there. Oh yeah. No, not (laughs) that's James. So the first mixtape for your girl was called Fatality, and that meant fetish realities. Because for me, like, I wanted to have a more vulgar approach to my music and be different. Because I felt like that little Kim vibe kind of faded away with a lot of girls going to the more trap sound. Mm-hmm. and more of the street life and I didn't grow up on those streets you know what I'm saying like I grew up in a two-parent household mm. <laughs> so my whole lens was more like I could talk about the bedroom that's where I could be the expert instead of like talking about like you know the doing drug deals and like you know mm-hmm. what I mean talking about like you know different types of drugs and all that stuff that wasn't really my lane so to speak okay. so the first mixtape was called Fatality and it was basically every song on that mixtape was sexually like driven and motivated with titles that were very graphic like suck a nigga's dick <laughs> <laughs> um, play with my pussy, and that video actually was on Toronto Rapper. Sorry, yeah, Toronto, Toronto Rappers. Okay. So got a lot of views, and yeah, people just were really, you know, had that shock value when they started hearing my music and like seeing my videos and just the approach that I was taking. And I keep being told that I'm very different from these other Toronto rappers sometimes because I go in and like I, I'm so raw, you know, and I yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. And um, would there be any artists that you would like to collab with now? I've done a few collaborations, but I'm a very strong artist independently. You really collab when you kind of find like either a match or somebody better, mm. for the most part, unless you're trying to put somebody on, mm. right? So for me, like I've built my foundation, and there's a lot of rappers that just come up and feel that they can just work with you just because. Mm. 
my thing is I've done the legwork. I've built my channel. I've built my mixtapes. I've paid my studio time. I've bought beats. You know, I've done the legwork to say like I'm on my second project going on third now because mm -hmm. I have a whole bunch of new music that I've just been dropping as well. I'm doing freestyles. Um, I just drop one call head game stupid and you know it has a crazy video to it. It's a freestyle. Mm -hmm. So for me, like working with artists right now, I have a project that's under wraps. It's like a you know lips are sealed kind of yeah, thing, and fair. it's it could be pretty big, you know. And I mean, it's definitely not like a local project. It's kind of like international right now. So like that's kind of happening. So I'm not saying too much about it, but like there are mm -hmm. people that I am working with and projects I'm taking on that are a bit bigger than just working with a local artist. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna lie, like everything that was coming through your mother one at one point it was like pun no pun intended, no pun intended, like <laughs> it was like oh, and this and then it's like big and then it was hard. I'm like, Oh no pun intended. You know what I mean? So I, I was play just, words, man. Yeah, I, I see what you do. I see what you do. I see what you do. <laughs> so So, um, what was your struggle when it came to like starting with the first album and how did mixed it transition yeah, your first mixtape and how did it transition to the second one? Like um, well, all my stuff is underground. I mean, I'd like to be commercial eventually. I did start collaborating with certain artists um, to do commercial music. So it's not hard or complicated. It just, my brain just has to tap into a more censored and filtered way of thinking. And I'm really good at metaphors because, like I said, I'm a writer as well. So I love English, the language, mm -hmm. and writing. So words are not hard for me. I'm actually a word girl. I can formulate words and sayings and stuff really quick. Mm -hmm. um, so barriers are that because it's underground, I did have all my beats original. I feel like the mixtape, I got a lot of criticism on it for, I guess, the sound. A lot of people thought it was very similar sounding each track. They thought that it wasn't mastered. They thought it was very, like, maybe amateur, so to speak, or mm -hmm. that it was just kind of, like, a fresh thing. But mm -hmm. it was different. So, I mean, I really was happy that I actually got it because some artists come out and they don't actually formulate, like, a resume, which is what a mixtape is, for people yeah. to see the variety mm -hmm. and listen. So I can give you my mixtape right now and say, here, this is me. And you can have everything in one place. You have my social media links. This is branding and marketing all in one. And I think that the first mixtape I did that, I actually had hardcover. Okay. So this is just like the sleeve, mm -hmm. but I had the hardcover for the first one. I did sell it. I did meet with people, you know, and distribute copies that way. Um, I did have some in some stores, like two stores. Mm -hmm. yeah. One at Two Line Music Hut before they kind of transitioned to where they are now. Mm -hmm. So shout out Musclehead. Um, and I had one at my god brother's vapor store at Shops at Young, and I had it there, so I promoted it a bit. And struggle meaning that, like, I did have a gap, you know, I had different relationships, I had different things happen, so sometimes the music takes a little break, mm -hmm. and then you revamp. Yeah. Yeah, and you come back harder. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So, let's say if another artist comes to you, and when, like, what was your first, like, motive when another artist comes to you and say, yo, Alize, I want to collab? No, no, the like, word is, let's work. People say that all the time, and okay. I'm not impressed because in order to do work, there requires a lot of you know things involved in that. So if you want to like network or if you want to collaborate, you have to have something strong coming to the table. Because mm -hmm. like I have it. Yeah. Like I'm an artist, you can find me. There's some artists you can't YouTube them because they don't have a channel, they don't have videos, they don't have no performances, they don't have nothing. And it's yeah. like just because you can play your music and have it in your phone or your playlist doesn't mean that you're like legit. You know what I mean? Like you have to put the work in and understand the business side of it to brand yourself properly so I can feel impressed or feel like you, you're serious that we can work. And some people you work with and it's not really a great experience. There's some you do and it's like, okay. I feel you. I need people with confidence to really approach me is what I'm saying. Because mm -hmm. that makes me feel like, okay, they're workable. Mm -hmm. you, ever, wait, you ever plan on staying here like musically or you plan to get branch out? 
I think everybody that goes to the States or just leaves this place can make it because in Toronto, it's hard, you know? I can build the buzz for the things, but people know me in Toronto for the different things I do, not necessarily only the music, right? Mm -hmm. So everything I'm doing, I hit hard because I vlog, I do music, I do, you know, porn or whatever to a level. I do different areas of things. So people are all kind of cross-marketing with me to know, like, what's going on. So even if they don't know me by music and they know me by, like, my Pornhub, for instance, they'll maybe gravitate to the music because they're just seeing another additive on top of what I do. So that's why I do so many things because I know that I want to grab people in an international sense, not thinking small time, thinking big. Yeah, thinking big so yeah. people can appreciate the different areas and then they can sometimes maybe like or focus on one that they like out of me that I provide. It's, it's good you're doing that because like a lot of like artists in general in Toronto, they seem to be trapped. They seem to be trapped here. Like trapped in the trap. Trapped <laughs> in their trap zone. Like their whole yeah. music is just, I'm a trap artist and that's all I want to do. Like yeah. there's a, there seems to be like a ceiling here. So it's good that you're branching out to like... I don't cap myself. Like there's so many... Like as long as I'm physically able and well to do things, I feel like... And I can do it well. Like that's the reason why I do it. If I was struggling in an area where I couldn't... For instance, if I was not a good rapper and I can say it confidently, I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm a really good lyricist. Mm -hmm. If I was one of those artists that were struggling and it just sounded so redundant, everything I'm saying and doing and it doesn't seem real and it's just facade, then it's different. But in every area I try to tackle, I work as just as hard to make sure that I almost master it or do good enough so that there's credibility behind it. Mm. So that, you know, people will believe it or appreciate it and want to buy into it because this is a business. Mm. I don't do anything that I do that people see necessarily like for fun. Like everything's a business. And that's the thing I realized because from the cover I realized you have like, you actually have a logo, you have a brand, you have a website, you have everything youtube this and the third some people just some artists nowadays they just have the soundcloud and that's all they have or SoundCloud, instagram and think that's and instagram, it instagram and that's it so like i commend you for that thank you when it comes to like how that started in terms of like the websites and also because all that costs money i mm. guess right so when you started what was the first thing you went for was it soundcloud first and then the lab, um, as websites? artists people need to understand that there's free platforms out there for you to utilize Social media doesn't necessarily have a cost unless you're trying to flip the money like in regards to like you're paying to post to like broaden your audience, like those type of marketing. So for me, I took advantage of, yeah, the Twitter, the Instagram, SoundCloud, the website just came recently and stuff. So I didn't have that because I tried to capitalize on all the free stuff that were there. So I had a Facebook like page, which I still do. And, you know, my audiences are pretty vast on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, they're split over YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. So YouTube is free. Yeah. I don't understand why a lot of people don't have it. Even to introduce yourself and sit behind your phone, like if you don't have all the big professional stuff, you have to, like I keep telling everybody, you have to build your audience in that anticipation for them to know who you are. So that when you do drop something, if it takes you even six months, they know who you are. So when you drop it, there's that enthusiasm for, yes, it's finally here. Mm -hmm. For people to just say, I'm going to muster it up and then, I'm gonna drop and launch it like you know in the fall like who are you yeah it's too hot right now to not take advantage of you know releasing stuff now so I've been almost on all like the free platforms that I can use um, a website like I started allergyrap.com like was six months ago like in December mm -hmm. got some traffic there I have my bio um, yeah music and then like I had a members area where it was like that was the income part like mm -hmm. people can pay for special requests they can see certain videos that I provide because a lot of my brand is sexuality and mm -hmm. you can only share that in so many places mm -hmm. so strategically I have I had that members area allocated for that so people like my music 
which is very sexually um, oriented, they would be like, okay, they maybe want more than that. But I can't do it on YouTube because a lot of my videos have been flagged. Oh, a lot of my yeah. tutorials, like a tutorial is like me teaching somebody sex education, but yet it's inappropriate. So it's mm -hmm. age restricted. Yeah. Like my video is on World Star Hip Hop. It's like, I have like crazy views on it, three tips on how to suck your man's, you know, D-I-C-K. And it's like, it's a great video, but it's like, of over a million views and everything, but yet it's age restricted. So I can't even make money off that. But people see that video, hey, uh, I want to see what you do. So they'll go to my members area and then I can use one of my famous toys or whatever, which I have. Pinky. So in the World Star Hip Hop video, I had Pinky and I was doing some demonstration. So it wasn't like I was going buck wild or anything. It's informative. How else can you do sex education without demonstrating it firsthand to show people how to be engaging and how to <laughs> so use sorry. this? It could be offensive to some. It could be very enticing to others. But at the same time, it's meant to be educational and informative because if I have skills or if I have, you know, tricks and, you know, stuff that I could do, why would I not want to share it with the world? Right? And World Star Hip Hop picked up the video. So, I mean, what can I say? It's a bit viral now. And I have other videos, too, that a lot of people like. I mean, I did a very interesting one the other day on how to lick a butt crack. Somebody asked me. Doesn't mean I do it, but... Wait, where were you again? As an educator, you have to be, put, and as a sex expert, you have to be very careful to be open-minded mm -hmm. when people come to you with questions. So, mm -hmm. like I said, I don't do that, and I got creative, and I used celery. Mm -hmm. So I had, like, demonstrations of, for instance, peanut butter on one that showed you don't want to lick a crack that looks like that. Mm -hmm. Then I had a clear one, which is the best one. Mm -hmm. And then I had one with, like, steel wool and stuff, and that's a hairy-ass crack. Some people should groom. <laughs> Some people don't. And then I had another um, another celery piece with um, something else on it. Like a... Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like a, for people that wipe and then they... <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so, like, Wait, don't they call that something? I'm... Yes, there's a name for it. It was like pieces of it, but it's just like, it's just giving you a visual aid because I can only be so careful with YouTube, with YouTube, right? Wait, wait, what'd you call it? <laughs> Snacks. No, man. <laughs> what? I feel like it's the same thing. Wow. You know, your little, your little wow. crumbs. Of, yeah, your little crumbs of the. Oh. I mean, but your little crumbs from the blunt, and then your little crumbs from your poop. Crumbs from the blunt. That's the same shit to me. Don't smoke, kids. Well, wow. Um, all right. Um, so, based off the lyrics that you, you know, you rap and whatever. And yeah, they're vulgar and whatever, sexual and whatever. And have you ever had fans like, well, you are attractive. So have you ever had fans that were just like, like vulgar, like they're vulgar just, or like they want to try a thing or... all the time. I have people that DM me all the time, whether it be on Snapchat or Instagram or YouTube and that email me and say, Hey, I want to see you. I want to book you for this or can we meet like, people do it. And at the end of the day, it's real because mm -hmm. If you have an interest in something, like people would want to see Pinky Drake mm -hmm. because he's a top artist. They might like him musically, but I offer other things. Therefore, people are going to come at me for those other things. Mm -hmm. If I'm presenting a certain image or if I'm presenting a certain persona, people are going to be compelled to wanting to experience that, especially because of the types of things I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right? So the fandom culture doesn't just limit in like certain categories it's just it's fetishes it's what people are really consumed with and interested in and like and they want to get access to it and there's nothing wrong with that so i get a lot of messages and people that oh my 
Technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was like, what type of ringtone was that? It was like, we're live, so these things happen. Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, has anybody, act, has anybody actually, have you actually met any of these people that tried um, to message you or was it like, not necessarily, not all the people. Um, I might. I've tried to do, you know, different things where I'm going to run certain contests for meet and greets. I'm going to try to okay. do certain things because I understand it's important to be, like, available and accessible to a degree, right? I mean, people like what I do. I have a big audience on YouTube. I have over, like, 10,000 subscribers. So, I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that watch me and want to see the different things I do. So why would they not want to meet me and just experience a conversation or, you know what I mean, like, get that aura? Because if I, like... I am a YouTuber, you know, yeah. and I convey certain material and certain content, and I also do certain things that people might want to be close to. Okay. So, yeah, people have said very, like, uh, like some people are aggressive. People have <laughs> tell me that all the time they want to have sex, they want to do this, they want to do that, but it's like, it comes with the job, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, I understand that. Mm. And based off your website, it seems that you said you have a members only it got shut down so i had to revamp and then i came harder and then i actually came out with my own like pornhub website so okay. people go to pornhub you can go to ladiesday.com that is my domain name owning a website with tons of other people's videos and then i also have a members area where it is you know pay for access to go in and then see my personal material mm-hmm. and other features that i will have with other people if anything or have people come on from a local level or international people have a video and they want to send it to me to post in my members area so that there can be more eye candy aside from just me like i have other photos in there of other people and stuff so it's like you got to pay to be a member in order to have access to that okay so i'm gonna transition to that area the we're done with the rap now are you sure yeah we can continue you guys have any questions about the rap you guys are good with the raps um have you guys seen any of my recent material? I just dropped them song last night. I seen one last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The freestyle? Head game stupid, man. Yeah, I yeah. seen Cash that. Cash money AP beats, man. Okay. Um, I seen that one. <laughs> when, when, did you didn't, when did you start listening to rap music? Like, do you remember the exact date? Um, wait, wait, wait hold years. on a second. Wait, no, like, what? The exact date or the exact went, track? The exact, what was the first track that like, made you go? That, wait, that made you go like, I'm. This is this is. Uh, I think you got to talk to me more about reggae because I mean, I, oh, like, I'm yeah. from Toronto, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I also am a very diverse individual. I don't stay culturally like specific. I'm very diverse, so I listen to a lot of like, you know, much music, CHFI. I listen hey. to a lot of like. You know North American music. I'm yeah. very much into that, so I'm not just only branded by just you know one type of like music or anything like that. Yeah. So reggae was actually I think I listened to a lot more like pop, um, like hip hop and stuff, and then yeah. rap before I actually got really into reggae. So I used to hear like the Elephant Man, but I'm talking about like Cartel. Like Cartel was mm-hmm. my biggest introduction, oh, wow. and that is also a major inspiration for a lot of my rap music because he was just the rawest, vulgar. Bullish. And I met him at that prime age of like teenager years. Like I yeah. think I was like 15 or so. 15. Yeah. When, when, when did Cartel come out? Like when, when did he explode? Like around like 2000. Hold on, let's not try to get my age, man. Leave it alone. I'm just saying. Okay, in the early 2000s, basically, or mid. Sorry. 
decade. It was somewhere. Early 2000s, yeah. 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 I know, we're so late. It's like 2018. Oh my gosh. Mm. So early 2000s is when I got introduced to reggae. And when I went to Jamaica, actually. I went for a family thing. And then I started hearing Cartel. And the first song I think I really resonated with was Tight Pum Pum. And that was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I was in love. I fell for him. And he, that's just, this is why people hated Cartel with teenage Bob's girls. Like, yeah. I was a victim. <laughs> I would have mar- I would have given him papers. Like, it was so serious. Yeah. And it was like... Vibes. It was so serious. <laughs> I loved it, but the thing that I loved the most is because as a lyricist, I loved his articulation, and he beat the stereotype of Jamaican men that were illiterate and stupid. He mm-hmm. was the first Jamaican artist that I really said, okay, vulgar, underground, nasty with his mouth, but articulate, metaphorical, things, the things that I actually prided myself mm-hmm. on being like. Mm-hmm. So I had little Kim from rap and stuff like that, and Foxy Brown and those, yeah. Jay-Z, Nas, like a lot of the pop, and sorry, hip-hop and rap artists. Yeah. But then it was the reggae when I started hearing him. Obviously, later on, I got into Alkaline, Adonia, and Busy Signal, and all them that were on there. But Cartel is the number one who, he just mesmerized me with the way that he could talk about sex. He could talk about sex so much times that you just were refreshed every time. Wow. You know? It doesn't get Right? The metaphors kept coming. Cartel yeah. was definitely And he was so provocative. Like, he's talking about, like, fucking the school bus, or, you know, fucking in front of your parents, and all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... The, vir- the virginity song like all these mm. things it just strikes you and makes you just like wow like and the thing is I never seen what he looked like he got me mesmerized and like very stimulated and just like very like into it and I'm like yo like I feel this man's music like yeah it was like provocative and you know a female might feel very orgasmic with his lyrics because he is you know what I mean mm. the ugly you but like <laughs> and he sings music like that like you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when I found out about him, but like the mm-hmm. thing is like I believed in feel it music where you strike people. Guys should be hard, girls should be like, ooh, you know, I like this. I want to encourage couples to like the music together. I don't cater my material to just men. Right. It is meant for women to feel sexy and confident and be like, okay, I could do this. Because a lot of my lyrics and my songs are like tutorials. I show and describe how to do stuff. Uh-huh. I have a song called Tongue Ring Tricks. That's like an ultimate like oral experience. With a girl, you can visualize. You could visualize her like a girl. She's bending down in front of her boyfriend or whatever. She's giving him head, and all the graphics. You know, her breasts are rubbing up on it. Like so, I'm very graphic and very like. Um, I see a vision of how I want to convey things, and I articulate it through my lyrics so people can enjoy and feel that experience. And that's the brand that I want to go by. You should feel my energy. You should uh-huh. feel my aura. You should feel my lyrics, and you should feel the response of what I'm saying at any given moment, so that you are struck by it with my beat and my lyrics. Mm-hmm. Combin- co- like combination because I have some sick beats I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. I choose them specifically like I do a lot of dirty cells a lot of trap type beats but I'm working on a lot of other type of uh, beats right now so what was your favorite type of beat like when you started like what was your favorite type of beat like, I gravitated you- to trap because I'm not a Toronto sounding artist and like, a lot of people still always ask me like, where are you from and it's like Motherfuckers in my profile, like read the description. <laughs> but it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense anymore because yeah. maybe I don't look like a Toronto girl, but like my whole attitude and my whole demeanor and everything seems to be so like in your face, and that's a very states way, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where I feel like my music suffered for your first question is that yeah. I'm not in the states. I'm not in the area and the zone where people are so free spirited with just talking off the top like that, mm-hmm. just feeling free to like just do the kind of things that I do. I believe I'm in the wrong city for this, but at the right, you know, I'm, I'm in the right, right city, time. but at the wrong, at the, you know wrong what I mean? Time. Yeah. Because Toronto's hot right now, and I think that my platform I built so long has come to a good point right now where there is visibility. A&Rs are watching. People are linking me on some projects, and I think it's a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, since you're a Toronto girl, I, Toronto, Toronto's very diverse. I, I just want to know, what, you're, what is your background? I'm Ghanaian and Jamaican. Oh, okay. okay. 
So I'm a mixer. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And I'm a Gemini. So there's a lot of this uh, dual double penetration. My God. My God. Back to double So yeah, there's this whole deuce component. And then I have my tattoo, you know, laugh, not cry later. And it's like two women. So it's kind of like different from the two, you know, male, female or whatever the male faces that they had. Uh, so sometimes you just go like, Jack and Mr. Hyde almost. Necessarily, I'm very. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> I mean the Gemini stereotype. But it's, it is what it is. It just means I'm double the, like, I'm just double the woman that the average woman is. Double. You just get more. It's like think about a threesome. You have to have two girls. Like I'm Jamaican and Ghanaian. You get both of that. So. That's that's two for one, it. man. You just have you know that kill two birds with one stone. You, you fuck me once, you get me you know, twice. Kind of hey. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. <I had> to. <laughs> Okay. Um, I brought the tissue for him. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh! I, I didn't expect all this. Um. Oh my gosh! Are we supposed to be engaged with this? People are asking questions too. Like, you know, what is the oh favorite song? Uh, what is your favorite song that you did or whatever? Um, I like all my music. I don't really have like a major, major mm-hmm. one, but I have a song called "Be Good." Actually, that's on this mixtape, and it's like a come up track. And I mean, I wish we could play some of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whose phone's not live? I mean, my, my phone's not live. So my phone, my phone on YouTube, you can just like. Yeah, you can go through the channel, but "Be Good" is a come up track, and it's just like, it's fast paced, but it's just really honestly the journey, and you know me going through certain things, and it's it's like a come up track, and that's what, the best thing I could describe it as is that it's that. But I'm coming out with some fire these days, and it's like I'm going faster with my lyrics, I'm doing a lot of different faster, things. Faster, like you're like mm-hmm. you're like Buster Rhymes fast. fast, like like you're just rapping faster, or like fast, yeah. Whoa. I'll have to punch in in the studio. I'm just telling you that. I'll oh have shit! To punch in. Wow. Okay. I wanted to go back to your background. Okay, yeah. so Jamaican Ghanaian. They have good food. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm I funny. Say, I yeah, love to eat. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to grow up on it for four years. Some thick. All right. Uh-huh. All right. That's not thick, that's thick. <laughs> she popped my collar for me. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody, like, you know, we had, like, you know, since we're all foodies here and stuff, like, what is your favorite, like, food when it comes to, like, the, those cultures? And, what is your favorite struggle food? Struggle? So, for example, oh, like, I really like, eating like you know, like, like you sometimes have you have oxtail or, yeah. or whatever, right? You have, like for me, it's like oxtail or whatever. But like when it's like a Wednesday and nobody really want to cook and it's like a struggle food thing. Struggle. You know, you have your one thing, whip up, I have my corn beef and yeah. rice. So, oh, be your uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still make videos on Pornhub, so you can check that out. Um, mm. Honestly, like, I love to eat. Like, I even have videos where I'm doing food porn. You know, you just feel so orgasmic when you're eating certain things. So, like, I do have a sweet tooth as well. I like sweets. Um, I love Ghanaian dishes, only, like, prepared by my dad. I don't really eat oh. from a lot of, like, restaurants outside. I was very much, okay, if you made fufu and red soup, yeah. I would eat that. Kenke with, like, certain, you know, like, fish. Like, really dry fish and, like, pepper, like, onion, tomato and stuff. So, like, and then there's gravies. There's, like, a beef. Like, I could go into it, you know. But yeah. I really like a lot of my dad's cooking. I loved how he prepared it and the flavors and oily shit though I mean it's not good for you but like (laughs) I don't really eat it like that much anymore but like I grew up on that so like it was really good for me Uh on the Jamaican side I like if I go to a restaurant or something like I leave it to the 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 chefs like I don't really like you're not gonna catch me cooking oxtail I never did it I never will I don't cook that shit you know like Uh I like eating when people cook shit properly and they know the spices and stuff I'm not expert in that area Uh and I don't want to try to be so I've made certain dishes I like you know I eat diverse I like making a lot of like pastas I love Italian food. Like, mm. I'm very open. 
Sometimes I'll go for burrito boys. You know, I'll eat from different places. Not really a big Chinese food, but like I like Vietnamese sometimes. There's a restaurant downtown called Ginger. Mm. I might try Vietnamese only from there. Because <laughs> oh. I have to be really introduced to something new for me to really go get it. Oh, okay. But Japanese, you know, I like shrimp, tempura, sushi. Ooh, I don't eat the raw shit. Tem- but I don't, yeah. Yeah, like. I don't do it. I don't do the raw salmon and stuff. But like, <laughs> I'm very open with appetite. I love flavor and I'm a picky eater. Like, I will honestly like drive like across the city if I have to to go to a certain restaurant or go to a certain spot and eat. Mm-hmm. Go to the keg, go to Red Lobster. So I like to eat out a lot. Okay. And small portions. I'm not a heavy eater because uh, no some just you know work hold on get my personal uh, tree and uh, <laughs> now watch my meat. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So food is life. Like honestly, like I probably spend more money on food than actually like buying clothes and stuff. Like I really love to eat like mm. good food, and I'm picky. Like if you go out with me, like I'm not just gonna buy something because you're buying it. I like to eat what I like to eat. Okay. Compromise only if it's a really good reference. Okay, okay, okay. But if, uh, Jamaican, sorry, I like jerk chicken and white rice. I don't like rice and peas with jerk chicken. I like white rice. Just put it up there. Oh, and coleslaw. Oh. Really good coleslaw. I don't like all that fuck up shit, but <laughs> I like sometimes plantain with it. Because, like, I eat from Nices. I mean, some people say they're not the best, like, Caribbean. But wait, wait, hold up. Nices? Wait, wait, wait. Nices is still around? Yes, it is. Or you mean? The location that's good. The one at, oh. in, what's that place again? Uh, Bon and Oakwood? No, no, the location cool. at Chester Lee. Yeah. Chester Lee. I don't yeah. do that. I go to the C-O-E. one at Market. I didn't know they had other locations. Oh. No, it's a fast one, yeah. Yeah, they have, they have other a, locations. Is that new? It's, you feel like you're in Jamaica there, honestly. Like, the way that they have the things set up in the restaurant hey, side and the food. Hey, Hyundai. Wow. You gotta go. Not Chester Lee. No, not Chester No? Wait, what's the one to go to? Chester Lee not cleaving Chill, bro, chill. I went there chill. once and I wasn't impressed. So therefore, like, I'm like, really like, and they sell like rum cake too <laughs> with icing. I only yeah. is it the oh, one with the no. Cup? I might have to make a <laughs> yeah rum cake. I only do it with icing. Ooh. If it's not with icing, I'm not buying. It. I'm not spending the five bucks or three bucks or however they charge. To. I have to have like a wedding. I don't go to weddings, and that's usually when you find rum cake with yeah. icing and. Wait, but Chester, you're talking about is that the one with the dumpy or is that a different no, place? No, it's You ever heard of C- <laughs> oh, yeah, CLE, not Cleveland, whatever? Uh, what yeah, Chester Lee. So if I'm going to go to that nice seat, I'll go in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're open seven days a week because you know Jamaican restaurants fuck up and yeah. they want to like be closed on Sundays? Yeah. Whose ideology was that? They really make more money. In a day, <laughs> on a Sunday, that's the Lord's yeah. day. Just and go sin again? Sin again Monday? But hey, but they want okay. food after. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody cooks on Sunday. <laughs> okay. I don't um, like. Come on, no, I'm too busy. Like, so. All right. Uh, okay. I guess we'll get to the members area. Members area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that area. So we got to your, you know, your your rap life. When did you start to transition or started the porn stuff? Like the food I was called a porn star for my lyrics. That's what it was. I had to Google it, and then I actually made a video why people think I make porn like music. I had to do a vlog about it because I was getting a lot of people that maybe under misunderstood, but then I realized I misunderstood my shit because pornography is not just limited to the physical act. It is also conveying and portraying, mm-hmm. right? So you have to be so intelligent to understand that, and this is where me and YouTube kicked the fuck off. Like, <laughs> my videos are getting flagged and shit for certain things, and it's just like it's inappropriate. for, like, anything. I do tutorials. Like, I'm careful. Like, I'm not naked on here. Like, I mean, lingerie doesn't count. But, like, shit. Come on. So, therefore, with all this stuff, me monetizing my channel and me realizing that the struggle to make money is hard when all my damn videos are all of a sudden, oh, 
Age restricted. Oh, age restricted. I have to start vlogging about fucking, like, what I'd say, my BlackBerry S8 and my, you know, sorry, my BlackBerry Q10 and my Samsung S8. And my shoes like and that. Like that. <laughs> I vlog about, like, so many different things. All right, everybody wants to know about my Pornhub now, eh? <laughs> well, so, we'll get into that after. But, um, yeah, so the members area was created because I know a lot of people are attracted to my brand, my aura, me, and all that good stuff. So how do I give a pay for play access where I make money in this because it's business. It, this ain't shit to shave, free. Everything that I was doing in regards to promo and building up to this point, yes, it was marketing. And marketing, you know, you absorb that cost and sometimes doing stuff that is for promotion, mm-hmm. right? So the members area was created. So for people that like my fetish behavior or they like my, um, my brand or they want to explore a little bit more on watching my demonstrations becoming more play, I created that space where you know people pay a membership to get in and they can see various activities or different things that I do in that area, mm-hmm. aside from YouTube. So they're forced to have to pay a membership, whether it's be PayPal or credit card or whatever, or email transfer direct. They pay me and then I put videos and I'm, the, the way that I try to work with my audience and work with my fans and stuff is that I'm very request oriented. I like when people suggest things and I like to aim to please in regards to if people have an idea that can inspire a future vlog or an idea i can work with that because i know my vlogs have impacted people mm-hmm. in the best re- in, the, in the best ways mm-hmm. couples are you know like if you watch the comments on my videos you'll see that reception and that you know motivates me to go harder and for me to create content based on what is being expected or what is you know asked of me okay. so um. sorry my sinuses yeah, I, I forgot my question. No. <laughs> it's so hot. Okay, so when you, when so since you're like <clears throat> you, um, do you want me to elaborate? No, I, I was trying to break. I was gonna break down what I was gonna say. Sorry. Okay, I get it. I'm I'm back. I'm, back. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you, okay. So since you felt like you're already, were starting to do pornography based off your lyrics and stuff. What made you go into video? Like You video. succumb to your skills sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. why not? I'm doing it verbally. I'm doing it metaphorically. I'm doing it through my writings. I have provocative poetry. I do all these things, and it's like, it's just the next level up. And I'm very careful with how I portray myself as well. Like I said, with my brand, a lot of people like that tease aspect. Like what I'm wearing right now, some people would be more compelled to be like, okay, I want to see more. She's wearing a bra. She's showing it. Where can I see more? I have to be able to provide this. I'm trying to make money too. Like I'm providing a brand and a service where I'm offering myself mm-hmm. as a YouTuber, as a brand, as a speaker, as a vlogger, as an entertainer, as a sex expert in all ways. So therefore you might want to see more of this and not know where you could do that. You could message me one of ways, but if I could provide a video for all people to see, I will do that in my members area or my private website and then give access there mm-hmm. because for me, I could do things and I do so much free as it is, or I do so much exposed. I want to be able to hold on to what I feel I have control over, which is my body and me mm-hmm. and display it and give it the way I want to. And that's what a member's private area will provide is like access with my level of control of how I want to portray myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, in your members access, what are, what type of porn are you doing? And what type of porn do you plan to do? She actually cannot answer that question. You want to know why? Because you need to pay to yep. play. Pay to play. 
But hold on, let me add on that. Pornhub. Okay, so let me direct you guys to Pornhub. So if you guys are looking for my Pornhub link, it's www.pornhub.com forward slash users, U-S-E-R-S slash ladiesaid, L-A-D-Y-Z-A-E, right? And that will be where you can find my videos, which a lot of them were in the members area, but they were considered more fetish driven. They're like, I'm not fully exposed, so you can't see, you know, the JJ raw up there and you might see clips or pieces, but I like that tease aspect with my brand where you'll see certain things because a lot of what I cater to is fetish requests. So it's not the typical banging, fucking all that crazy stuff. It's some people might like that, but a lot of people like the fetishes that I provide. So like I said, like I might be showing my breasts. Some people might be interested in titty fucking. So I might do that on my you know members area and have that. I do a lot of like oral demonstrations. So for sure, I'm going to use some of my toys. I have a big one called Nike. Everybody knows that famous now. Um, yeah, a big cock. Like it's like big, like it's called rascals like it's huge <laughs> so i use mikey a lot and i will do play with mikey and bluey my other blue toy and like pinky here i will do stuff like that in the members area okay okay so based off your fans and stuff what is the like <clears throat> the wildest fetish or wildest thing they would want from you I get all kind of fetish requests. I've had somebody want me to do like a bizarre request, which was, like I said, the, the butt crack licking. They mm. said that I like to eat pussy and I want to learn how to lick crack good. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of guys that send me dick pics and say like, how is this? Whatever. A lot of guys want to send me themselves jerking off and just think that I want to see that. But I've done so many vlogs and videos disclaiming already. I don't like dick pics. Don't send them to me. But my fans are compelled to show them, right? So I understand that that urge and that desire for me to see you is there, but mm. don't blindly send it. You know, it's better if you ask and I just say, no, it's okay, because that's what you're going to hear. I, I'm never going to really say, yeah, send it to me. No. Mm. I just don't need to see it. If you like what I do, then, you know, jerk yourself off. And if you want to ask me stuff different, but don't send me and flood my Snapchat with, like... Like, flood it. Like, flood. Yeah. Instagram. People really? show it holding it. People, like, are actively sending videos, like, jerking themselves. So, basically, people ask all kind of fetish stuff. They show me stuff. They want to see all kinds of stuff from me. But it's, like, what I put out is, like I said, where the control is. I, I, I'll do fetish requests. Like, people will ask certain things. And it'll inspire vlogs. And the vlogs are where, like, the clean content will come from for my YouTube. And then if you want to see certain actions, then that's what will be in my members area discreetly. And I keep it separated because, like I said, there's so many people who are doing stuff just... They don't care about their bodies or they're just more exhibitionist than me to yeah. just show their vagina and all that. Like for me, I have a lot of family on my networks. I wish they would leave, <laughs> but they do. I have a lot of male cousins or like, you know, family members, females and stuff that are on my Instagram or that are on my, you know, YouTube. They are, you know, genuinely probably interested in what I'm doing as a movement, as a person and as an artist and, you know, entertainer. But mm-hmm. I'm also not trying to have certain families see certain things, but I understand the market I'm in and sometimes a family member might see a thing because they're premium on that level. Like shit, yeah. if I strike you then okay, cool. So how does the fa- what does the family say when it comes to that type of thing? Like what do they how do they react to this? How do they My family hasn't really said much to me. I like it like that. I mean oh, that's really cool. hashtag Cardi B. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah, it is what it is. I'm just saying that like just you shouldn't be surprised now. It started with the music and the music's been going on for a few years now. Like yeah. there was pre what is it precursors that lead to this yeah mm-hmm. things that were done in precedence like a long time ago so you can only imagine that the next anti up would be like okay now she's doing stuff it only makes sense what am i going to do divert to what like it's yeah. weird like i do so many things like i'm in a comfort zone as a sex bird as a 
role model to some women and you know things like that so i want to make sure that it's an open environment because sexuality is a touchy subject and yeah i just want women to feel free-spirited and you know in control of themselves and motivated by what i do Okay. What's the what's the future of Alizé 10 years from now, 15 years from now? I don't know. And I like that uncertainty because one path can lead you to another one without you planning it. When you structure things too much, you sometimes get sidetracked without letting things naturally happen. You start being your own divine intervention and getting mm-hmm. in your own way. Mm-hmm. I like when I come to, like, for instance, this. This was kind of spontaneous. This wasn't mm-hmm. in the plan. Yeah, I worked with the nerds, but like we didn't plan on necessarily doing something like this. Like but this, yeah. I'm meeting you up, you guys. You guys might join my networks and we work on some other ways, right? Mm-hmm. So I like things that are a bit unscripted, but I'm still focused. Once you have focused and anything you anywhere you go or anything you're doing will bring you back to I guess restart that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know I can hmm. Is it the Wi Fi? I don't know if it's the Wi Fi or maybe it's just something going on. Hmm. It said it's interrupted. Did it like go? Sorry. Oh, oh it's stopped. Maybe there's a limit of time. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay, let me see if I could just skip this. Because I know for Instagram yeah. Live, you could only go like 45 minutes. We were close. Maybe. That was 40, wait, that was it's 40 something minutes. Wow. Or maybe I have to put something as a title. Maybe something just. Okay, sex. Live. Live. Double time. <laughs> <laughs> now it worked. All right, perfect. Yeah. So we should probably wrap up in a little bit, okay, Kajima? Mm-hmm. Yeah, My thumbnail, sorry. <laughs> so we'll go part two. We've got another 10 minutes. My batteries are like 22%. It's a good, strong battery. It's all good. Yes, guys, we are continuing again. The phone, unfortunately, cut. But I mean, whatever, it's going live. You can't over like do the phones. They get hot and they do things like shut off safely. Long as my phone my phone is not blowing up, I'm happy. So, these safeguards are amazing. We're back again doing the podcast. We're answering some questions. It is a Samsung, as it. Yeah. Um. So we just want to make sure we are within our time constraints. So, mm. a few more questions. Hey, I um. So I, we're talking. Okay, we'll talk about the, we're talking about the members area. So I get a mm. lot of crazy requests. Yeah. I have um the members area was there. It was shut down because I was on Vimeo before, and then somehow I got reported, and I had eighteen videos. I had a lot going on, shut down. So then I had to really think, revamp, become the serious entrepreneur I am, and then I ended up launching my own Pornhub website. So, kind of in affiliation with Pornhub a bit, but like. Mm. If you're looking for like a Pornhub site to go to, there's tons out there and mine's now one of those. So it's ladiesay.com. And like I have packages that you can order, sorry, pay for to get access to me. So the platinum package, the Benz package, (laughs) is where you can go to get access to me and I'm gonna have some more videos that are a bit more intensified than the ones you guys see on Pornhub. Those was just okay. me starting out, showing things and whatever. So this is like Pornhub Premium type thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. My way. You're so, right. yeah, you see a lot of stuff. I do shit my way. Sorry. Just oh. Hashtag okay. Usher. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fine. And, um, but, like, since you to, like, Pornhub, how has that happened? Lost for you know? I do that. It hurts. <laughs> Well, you know what? Was, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> how how has 
that been going? Like the chances of Pornhub? Because I'm thinking. Oh my gosh! Sorry, is it through the Wi-Fi? Uh, someone asked, "What's your Pornhub name?" Alize Raps. Uh, www.pornhub.com slash users slash Lady Z. Lady Z. I guess it's Lady Z. With an A E or T? Yeah. I think I'm maybe hitting the table. Oh my gosh, I gotta sit still. No, that's all good. Okay, so um, yeah, so Pornhub is really where I do a lot of promo, and that's where I'll put most of my trailers that mm-hmm. lead to the members area. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. So I'll put a lot of stuff on Pornhub for promo now. There's a lot of things. I have a huge audience on there. I have like over a hundred thousand views, and I just joined in like March. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. And is it like they flood? Is it like flood of people like views and stuff? Like how does that like do you? Um, I had a flood of like maybe thirty or forty thousand views in like a few days. I don't know how it happened. I was wow. just like, yo, really? I'm at a hundred, almost a hundred k already. Like it was like ninety something. And it was like I just checked. It was like sixty something. So it was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can go to Pornhub and see whatever they want to see there or what I permit there. And then it, I'll definitely put a lot of trailers of what kind you can expect in my members area. Okay. So it still won't be full access. You'll see the trailer, which is more reserved or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you can go to my members area and then pay for the access to see more of what the full footage is or more exposed footage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I realize that it seems like, I, I, I don't know if I, I've seen a, uh, report that said like you know Pornhub like for just amateur porn and stuff like that like people make like 5,000 a month or whatever I guess it's because of monetize, monetization yeah it's a similar stuff. YouTube kind of thing so I'm like also enrolled in the model program but a lot of the clauses are that if you do features if you have other people in your videos they also have to submit their information so I'm verified Okay. I've sent my ID in and everything, so I'm mm-hmm. legit. That's why I have that blue check mark. Okay. So I'm a legit porn star, according to Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So I've done that, but then if I have videos with other people and they're trying to be discreet, it kind of creates that conflict. Oh, okay. That's why I'm like, again, YouTube? Okay. So that's yeah. why I have ladiesa.com where it's, you know, pay for play, it's access, and the videos are going to be like unscripted, like more in there and more fetish requests and more driven to what people want to see. Okay. Yeah. So where, you see that where there's a will, there's a way. I have little roadblocks, but then again, it works because Pornhub was a great avenue after my members area went down because all those videos now are on Pornhub. Okay. Right? And then now it's like, okay, that's that. Now I want my own identity. I want my own hub where ladiesday.com is also branding me as the porn star. So it's like my own porn site. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of other varieties. I have all my categories and all that stuff of other people's things that people can go see. So the eye candy's there. So my like I guess this is my I don't know if you guys have any questions but his final question I think this is my <laughs> final question if you were to um, not like like I guess if when the money comes or whatever and you got offers which one would you stick to would you stick to rapping or would you stick to pornography I don't think I'll be forced to make a choice mm. if somebody comes to me at rap I can still do porn mm-hmm. somebody comes to me for porn I can still rap. I'm my own boss. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Like, you can't really come and try to tell me where I can't go and where I can. Because mm-hmm. I'm my, you know, I'm a boss. I'm a boss, you know what I mean? And it's just like, at the same time, my music and my porn go hand in hand because it's inspired by each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm... I'm, I'm Flustered? <laughs> You're hot? Yeah, plus hot. Done off my buckle, like I've not. Can have mine. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. No, 
something she got her own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she got her own water. Vitamins and cucumber. Yeah. Cucumber, like um, ginger and lemon. I gotta make sure my throat's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you've been real good with the puns this whole interview. I, I see what you're doing, you know. I see what you're doing, but. You, uh. I'm a little bit hoarse sometimes, but you know, mm. I gotta keep exercising that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Being oral is what I do. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. But um, um, I just want to thank you, Lady Zay, for coming. He's saying Lady Zay. He's calling me my porn star name. He's not even remembering all the same. Oh. He really moved on, eh? Yeah. This guy. Nah. <laughs> Alize. <laughs> She's good, yo. Alize, aka Lady Zay. Yep, and um, want to thank you for coming and do this interview. You're actually our first interview, like our first interview, and you know, when you're doing your thing or whatever. You I tend to mark to. my territory very well. I like mm-hmm. to do these blessings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, you know what? I was gonna. I was, hey, there's so much to say. Hey, there was so much to say, but I like my mind almost went there with you. You know, we ain't gonna do all that. You were gonna have a me moment? Mm, that, uh, a little moment there. Was a, you, the, uh, not, not that, <laughs> but none of that. But like, you know, you, 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 were, you were throwing something and then I was gonna throw it back. And oh, where are you? Where are you now? Whoa, 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 whoa. Not like throwing. You see? You walked right into that one. Anybody else? Uh, <laughs> you, you walked into it? Can I didn't walk into nothing else. <laughs> I was just saying, Play like, it, safe. it was put. <laughs> Hashtag condom. Woo! <laughs> keep it safe. Keep, keep it safe. safe. Keep what it clean, I was keep going to say is you threw words and I was going to reply back with words. That's I spit I it and you were trying to spit back. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm not really a fan of that. Like, the spit <laughs> no? A lot of people are. You'd be surprised. Like, right. I'll do the spitting, I'm also a dominatrix. Like, Let's not get it twisted. I do some things, eh? So, like, when it comes yeah. to, sp- like, for people, like, for spitting, is it like, like, cause I'm curious, cause I like when I hear. Okay, I, let's just categorize it this way. I do. Okay, I'm a dominatrix as well. I've done some things. I do some physical stuff with people at times. A lot of people like humiliation. Oh. They like being dominated. You could say no if you want, but if you had Kim Kardashian or whoever you fantasize about, you'd probably be at their feet too. I have a lot of people that suck my feet. <laughs> so people do feet gratification. It's a lot. There's a there's a level of wanting to be controlled or seduced by another human being. That's what fandom does. You're seduced by the mouths and the, the voice and the thing that people, the aura that they possess. So with humiliation, I've had people that wanted me to talk dirty to them or humiliate them and mock them, make them feel stupid and stuff, and they get off on that. Right? So imagine when you were in school and you had... Uh, teacher that used to talk shit to you there's actually people that enjoy that it's like they grew up to almost feeling that because they absorb that energy so much of being told that they're this and that that they embody that and they actually get off get off on that mm-hmm. you know so i've done those sessions i do role play i do a whole bunch of different things and i've had really bizarre role plays so yeah. people have asked me to do role plays where i'm actually a family member and it makes you think like but you want me to be like your mom or your aunt or something like that so to each their own Right? You just don't know what's going on in the mind of somebody. And it tends to let them feel free when you can provide what they want mm-hmm. without judgment. And that's what I do. I feel you. When it comes about, I, I had a question about like the spitting. Is it like, when they say spit, like... Is it's it like, spit. It's like, I might drink water spit, or spit. Or I might or just like spit. Or like a hawk. Like, no, 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 no. There's no flam. It's oh, okay. the sexiness just, of just, just making sure. spitting. It's a slow, like... Just... Some people want your fluids too, right? Don't get it twisted. Some people want 
And this is where we talk about bukkakis. We like, some people like that come on their face. Some people want to watch somebody have come on their face. Some people want a girl that squirts. Mm. They might want to drink I, it. They, and some people like golden showers. Golden showers. <laughs> some people like whoa, being peed on. Yeah. They do. I, I, I've peed on somebody before. Yes, I have. Yeah. And it's gratifying for that individual to feel that, the warmth, that the fact that they're getting my fluid. You know what I mean? Okay. It's been done. I'm just saying. You okay. have to be open-minded to these things. And this is where I cater to fetishes because not everybody likes the same thing. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes us unique individuals. Mm-hmm. So people like traditional sex. Some people like titty fucking. Some people like oral sex. People like different things when you're allowed to like as much different things as you want. Because you might like feet, for instance, and then mm-hmm. gravitate to oral. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe bizarre for somebody who says, yo, I'm just whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's just open-mindedness, and that's what I promote, because we live in a world that is twisted, it's strange and different, but I allow people to be who they want to be. And if I can inspire that and promote it and do the things that people like, then I think that I'm the best candidate for that. Mm-hmm. And why not make money off of it? Are you kidding me? I should get paid to be that person that you enjoy and that you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Hey. We have, like, two minutes. Yeah, and, that, and that's cool because I'm about to just wrap this up. Um, first off, I just want to thank you once again. again. <laughs> thank you once again for coming, Alize. Um She has this mixtape. Mixtape here. Bad Bitch Chronicles. Bad Bitch Chronicles. Obviously. I have music videos on my channel, guys. Go check out Juicy. Videos. She just dropped that um, head game. Was it head game? Head game stupid. Head game stupid freestyle. Um, I saw that. I, I did. And I'm gonna. <laughs> He's zipping the lips. Guys. Yeah, and um, yeah. Um, just want to thank you for coming. Um, I'll just wrap this up. Thank you for coming. He's playing on words now. I didn't do anything, buddy. <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna have to log off. It was a great session. I don't want this thing to lock off on its own. I want to stop it. So mm-hmm. I am grateful to have come here and meet some new faces. And yeah, you guys comment on the video after. It's gonna be posted live. So you guys, you know, tell me what you enjoyed, what you didn't. And tell me if you want to join my members area. It's there. But just make sure you can't do it on your phone. Mobile access is not really available. You have to log in on your computer and sign up for the membership packages. I got gold. I got the trial. And I got platinum. I'm got with platinum post to sell platinum package. I don't know. All right. Mess sign off, guys. Later. And for the people that are recording, for the recording, um, um, soundcloud.com slash the vent, instagram.com slash the vent pod. Um, for Alize stuff, it's um, youtube.com slash Alize Raps, Pornhub, Lady Zay. Like, well, you can search Lady Zay and she should pop up because that's her name. Um, uh, Instagram, Alize Raps. Yep. SoundCloud, Alize Raps. All my handles are pretty consistent. I try to keep it that way. So, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. Okay. It's pretty much all Alize Raps. Okay, and we will thank, we thank LZ. We will thank, it sounds like you're doing a prayer, oh my goodness. If you want to get on your knees, I'm just saying. So being a submissive isn't that bad. I mean, today's Drake night, so. Disgusting. Wait, 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 wait. what is Drake night? Yo, hold on. James getting on his knees. Nobody. Please explain. Please explain. I love how Del Peach's mind works. Nobody is going on their knees, first of all. It's a holy day. It's a Drake day. Can I, can I close this podcast, please, before oh, you okay. guys shut up? You're, you're right, six gods, so you know, holiness. It makes sense. Anyway, it makes sense. Um, the correlation. No blasphemy, hashtag. Let's, let's <laughs> um, we thank you guys for listening, and we are out. Peace. <laughs>